Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Big DK Energy Podcast. My name is Danny K, or the DK and the Big DK Energy. And actually, this is the second attempt at this podcast because one of the cameras, for some odd reason, froze. So, leading into today's episode, this is episode recording number 40-something, which on 420 this year, A, it will be six months since I started the podcast. And during that time, I actually have reached out to and networked with a couple of podcasters in the Orlando area. In fact, two of them are with me right now. Two of them and their producer dog. So, <laughs> so these two are the host and hostess of a novel console, which is a podcast that discusses movies, video games, local Orlando eateries, and sex toys. And books. And books. <laughs> sex books, too. Well, yeah, I mean, that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so they always entertain me when I'm driving down to South Florida. It's a, it's a schlep of a three-hour drive. So you're going to find out why I love them so much. And by the end of the episode, I'm sure you'll subscribe to their channel and as well as contribute to their Patreon, which I will do immediately when I get home. So with that being said, please help me in introducing today's guests, Chris, Carradine, and Luna Dominguez. Hey, Luna, I got a shout-out. Of course. She's always got to get a shout-out. I'm going to yeah. need you to introduce me as your co-hostess from Co-hostess? Yes. Co-hostess? Yes, because you always call me your co-host. I mean, I guess it works both ways. It, uh, uh, yes, but I just need you to change it for me. Please, thank okay, you. fine. I'll change okay. it for you. That's no problem. <laughs> we can do that. Anyway, you two, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's yes, great to be you. here. Of course. And thank you for inviting me into your lovely space here. I love this cave. You've got all the Funkos on the wall. You've got a shelf full of double-stacked games. You have all the Minnie Mouse ears. So it's a great balance of stuff that people love to talk about, but that adults think are too kids e to talk about, if that makes sense. I mean, we embrace our inner children. Honestly, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and honestly, we don't care. We just don't care about what people think about what we're wasting our money on. We yeah. are living our best childless yeah. millennial life. Exactly. The thing is, like a bunch of those games that I have there, I wanted them when I was a little kid, and I couldn't buy them, so I'll just buy them now. You know what? I love that. And so, actually, what I do for my video game fix is that since I can't play a lot of video games since I just have my PC, which I'm so grateful for having, I watch a lot of walkthroughs so that I can at least, you know, be kept in the groove of things. If that makes yeah. sense, because you know, you have very big games like what's one that just came out recently. Man, I, I could tell you Assassin's Creed, all oh, yeah, of them, Valhalla. the recent ones, Valhalla especially, Cyberpunk is massive, Returnal, like games that have death loops like Dark Souls are just massive just because of the amount of times that you die. Oh, and Elden so, Ring, speaking of and that. And Elden Ring, yeah. I, I think I have it right here. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And then, see, unfortunately, Carradine, I am not as much of a reader, so that means much smarter than I am. I don't know about that. Oh, you 100% are. She's oh. definitely the smartest person in this room right now. Yeah. Oh, Luna is here, so... I mean, she does drop down the uh, the IQ average just by being... Well, yeah, that, that helps us, Chris, because Karen <laughs> is the genius. Yeah. So <laughs> She's the English major. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. you got to make sure people speak good. Oh, my God, I can't. I can't. It reminds me of the episode of The Office where Kevin is like, me speak, few word, do a trick, whatever. But, yeah. honestly, I don't see any flaw in his logic. Oh, okay. Even though, <laughs> to be quite honest, I'm not the biggest Office fan. Sue me. Oh, that's okay. He isn't either. No. I made him sit through it, and he hated it. 
See, the thing is that I understand that, like, you know, the story could be well drawn out, but it's a comedy. It's supposed to make me laugh. And sure, some parts made me laugh, but, like, I only got up to season four, and honestly, it just kind of... I can go multiple episodes without laughing. You're so. breaking my heart. That, that's that's true. I'm you sorry. can go multiple episodes without laughing. I don't hate the show. I just don't like Michael Scott. Okay. I think the show gets better when he leaves. <laughs> and nobody agrees with me on that, so... It's Literally a, no one. It's Nobody. all right. You two are very opinionated people. And speaking of that, you highly express your opinions on your podcast, which is... A novel console. Nice. Yeah. So tell me, how did this concept of books, games, sex toys, and local eateries come to be? Oh, boy. So uh, basically, we were at Lacey Moon, which is the place where we went to, to eat for With our co-workers. garbage. With some co-workers. And my we were, co-workers. Your co-workers. Not your co-workers. Not my co-workers, no. <laughs> And uh, we were talking about The Dark Knight Returns, Rises, the second Nolan movie. Christian Bale. With uh, the Joker, right? With the Joker, with Heath Ledger. Yeah, that is a Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, and I absolutely hate those movies. All three of them, to me, they are hot trash. They feel like they're parodies of what Batman should be, and I just cannot take any of it seriously. I love Christopher Nolan. All of his other movies I have loved, but those three... God, I can't do it. I guess you could say those movies didn't blow up. Uh... Yeah, yeah. And oh, Karen and I silently judging me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while we were talking, these other two co-workers of her, one of them absolutely loved it, and the other one was like, okay, no, I like the movie, but I understand why you don't like it. I was like, that's a good idea for a podcast, you know, where we have shitty opinions about everything, and all of the opinions are right. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some Game of Thrones talk thrown in there, too, because... Yeah. You don't give a shit about Game of Thrones. Not with, not, not with the ending. One of them was obsessed. Okay, and... fair enough, because that ending was hot trash as well. Exactly. I'd, I'd just love for the books to come to an end. Please and thank you. <laughs> if, um, and when, I can't if and watch when that it. happens. Yeah, if, 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 if and, and when. Because yeah. um, he, yeah. George R. Martin. a bit old. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you expect all these authors of big books to be like all British and whatnot. But then when I read where George R. Martin's from, he's from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not George's biggest fan by any means, but it's all right. Jim <laughs> uh, Tan Laundry and fucking Westeros. I can't. I can't. Anyway, so you so, decided you were going to start so a podcast. So I decided we were going to start a podcast and I bought all the equipment and they said, well, we can't record every week. It's going to have to be every once in a while. I said, all right. So, Karen has, I don't know, 10,000 followers on Instagram. Let's market a podcast to them. Ooh. I didn't have anywhere near that no. many when we started. No. no. No, that's true. I think I had like 3,000 followers when we started. Oh, okay. No. I'm sorry. Only 3,000 followers. I don't... Oh, it's, it, it, it's not what it is now. You mean with more followers? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, I went up to Karen and I was like, hey, let's start a podcast. You talk about books. I'll talk about games. We'll both be fat and talk about food. <laughs> And she said, and she said, okay. (laughs) Hey, who doesn't love food? And we recorded our first episode at a hotel during a friend's wedding. And the audio file after wedding (laughs) or before the wedding. I was about to say, she's like, they're cutting the cake. Wait, we got to stop recording now, babe. (laughs) And the episode came out awful because I didn't write anything about the game that I wanted to talk. And we recorded it and it was a little bit more bearable. It's still a fucking bad episode. It's really But it's our most listened to episode ever. Ever, that's true because it's the first one uh, yeah Yay. and it's such a bad episode <laughs> it's pretty rough <laughs> so the thing is that one of your sections is sex toys which honestly i can't appreciate because i'm actually a virgin but honestly though the first episode with the squirrel was hilarious and i remember <laughs> listening to that gym and thinking man if only i had speakers and people were listening to what i was oh, listening to right no. now <laughs> oh no 
So, Karen, do you want to tell my audience what you saw squirrel-wise? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was like a literal dildo with like a squirrel head on it, right? And, and like little finger attachments. And legs, too. And, it, legs? and the mouth had like a suction thingy on it, too. Oh my god. So you could press a button and it would suction and the tail would be the actual dildo. Yeah. Oh my so god. So basically yeah. think of like a rabbit ear dildo. I don't know if any of your listeners <laughs> know what a rabbit ear dildo is, but it's a squirrel instead of a rabbit. Interesting. Well, remember, I'm a virgin, so it's, I don't know any of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's entertaining, if nothing else. Yeah, no, and then we did that, and then we didn't do it again for Until, like, somewhat months. recently. I think it was almost a year afterwards that one of our listeners, Burger Champ, just, like, sent something in. I'm like, oh, shit, we might just turn it, and it into was a horrifying. weekly thing. And everybody loved hearing my horrified yeah, it was the vagina reactions because he won't show me that week's toy until we're recording, so that my reaction can be as genuine as possible. Vajankle? Vajankle, the vajankle. Yeah. It's a foot with a, a flashlight in it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, different strokes for different folks, right? Exactly. You do you. I mean, if everybody's into something different. It's not like a, a one standard foot you can get left or right, depending on which one you like. We don't need to know all of that. <laughs> we just don't. Although, not going to lie, even though you guys talk about mostly books and games, we're getting into this talk, and I think it's hilarious. I just recently listened to your most recent episode, episode number 86, about how it wasn't really a sex toy, but someone had something, oh, the something glass, glass. The glass tumbler. Oh, man. People astound me. Yeah. They really do. That one was weird because the lady used a glass tumbler and she inserted it into her urethra. Somewhere which... you should not insert things. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> um, Ever. And it just stayed inside. It calcified and came out basically as a kidney stone. Oh! Yeah, it was massive. The whole layer over it was about three inches thick. Just yeah. how? Dang. And actually, yeah. I had a friend who was just telling me about his passing of a stone, and I thought that was bad, but good lord, just imagine that woman had to pee that thing a out. A whole glass tumbler. Yeah, I had to cut that out, because, oh my god. A whole no. glass tumbler. A whole glass tumbler. And speaking of tumbler, tumbler is a place where a lot of opinions are uh, shown, and so therefore, you guys are kind of like tumbler in that regard, because oh you god. have your opinions <laughs> that are very, very polarized, oh, but uh, you're at least grounded in them so therefore no one can convince you that any of the nolan movies were or at least any of the batman nolan movies were any good (laughs) yeah i mean we stick to what we believe but if we're wrong we're definitely wrong and we'll change our mind of course based on new information like every adult should do like this is why you're wrong okay yeah that's why i'm wrong okay you're right that's my new truth but yeah now you guys have like a list of games and books that you cover or do you get suggestions from your patreon users sometimes so we do what's called the backlog of doom every once in a while and it's uh well you see the giant stack of games Caden has pretty much the same button books we just grab like five sit down do the normal intro do a backlog where we read the back of the book talk about why we want to read it and then that we put on patreon and our patreon supporters go and vote and whatever wins at the end of the month then we'll review on a future episode got it and so do you play as many video games as she reads <laughs> no no, no. She how many video more. games did you play last year do you know I you don't. should keep track if you did. i don't but i don't i don't remember i think the one that i played the most last year was uh, some sort of no 
It was probably Guardians of the Galaxy. That one was like 30 hours. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> I didn't keep track. I didn't play a lot. Also, I had Switch and PlayStation and DS and 3DS and all that shit. It splits, it split all over the place. I read almost 200 books last year. God damn! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my goal for this year. I've read almost 50 so far. How fast does it take for you to read a book? I'm pretty slow, actually. <laughs> and I have this problem where I read more than one at one time. So I, I've got two physical, two ebook and one audiobook going at all times okay i've actually a dumb question Let's no questions are dumb no. that you know that's fair just dumb people who ask them oh i can't i can't <laughs> i came up with that one you're more than welcome to use that but anyway so my question is of course reading is good for you however is it only the physical reading that's good for you or could you like listen to an ebook and still get the same kind of benefits of actual reading i'm pretty sure that it's the same benefit I don't know, scientifically speaking. I would, I would say that but... it is. I would say that the only thing you would probably lose if it's the author decides to get creative and like write a message on the first. Or yeah, whatever. obviously you would lose like stuff like, like that, that. You would lose, but I, I'm pretty sure it's the same shit. Just listening to it on audio. Okay. Got it, because I've always wondered that, because I'm thinking, like, I listen to your podcast, but then I also want to, like, read while working out, because I'm like, I gotta do two things at once. In fact, actually, I went through, like, a little bit of, like, one month period where I just went really hard at the gym, and I was listening to the, have you guys watched Avatar? The Last Airbender? No, I've watched I was episodes. gonna say Avatar Pandora Avatar? No. Sorry, not that Avatar. Not, not the blue people in space? No, not blue people in space Avatar. <laughs> the one that bends all the fire, stones, air, and water. I'm not familiar. No. I'm sorry. No, no you're good. It's, it's, so it's just that um, that was the book I was reading. It was about one of the previous Avatars. So not the main character of the show, but like one of his previous lives. And it's actually a pretty great book. But, you know, because it's based on a show, the reading level supposed to be younger. You know, I feel like you can't, quote unquote, you can't you get the same benefit out of it. I'm like... I find an interesting story. That should be a good enough reason to read yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's all that matters. Read what you want to read. Like, don't listen I mean, to like, what anybody else has to say. Books are good tools for learning, but they're also really good tools for entertainment. And if entertainment's the only thing you get out of it, then what's the problem? We live in a really crappy world. Yeah. So whatever escape we can get at this point, yeah. I, I'm not going to look down on any of it. Okay, you know, I like that outlook, and especially since, like, it's video game characters and book characters that are actually influences on some people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. If it's a made-up character, but you believe in what they stand for, then what's what's the problem? Yeah, I mean, from Assassin's Creed, the earlier ones, I would want to learn parkour. I believe it's a game called Dying Light in which you do parkour yeah. from zombies. The thing is that, of course, you can run as much as you want, but they're all going to be on ground level. How many zombies can actually climb and jump and all that kind of stuff? So yeah. that could be, like, the non-equalizer that separates you from other survivors they all go run into the field where the zombies can go chase them down well you two are like hanging from a building it's just like <laughs> suckers <laughs> and then just eventually you scurry back out for yeah. supplies see i saw this story on tiktok of, of this kid he was like nine years old when luigi's mansion came out and he developed a crush on the ghost that's playing the piano oh my gosh that's so cute and because of that he tells his mom i want to learn how to play the piano Aww. his mom put him in piano classes he learned how to play the piano and in college, he went in to study music theory and whatnot, get a doctorate in playing the piano. And he met his wife through playing the piano. It all started I'm going with to a video cry. game. That's so cute. <laughs> That's a wholesome story. That's yeah, so I precious. Mean, and he learned a really great skill out of that. Exactly. If it's a book, if it's a video game, a movie, whatever. If it inspires you, fuck it. What's the problem with it? Right? I mean, 
kind of a medium between both of you uh, or an episode that you spoke about recently is you just you just finished Middle Earth March, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So Aragorn was one of my inspirations growing up, especially since I love the movies. I'm actually just starting the books. So I read The Hobbit, but I have not read the actual books yet because actually at some point I want to go to New York to podcast and on TikTok there's this one channel called New Better Do Better. He's one of the bigger TikTok personalities in terms of Lord of the Rings history, lore, what goes on in the books. And so he has a big following on TikTok, but his Instagram following is not as big. So I reached out to him there because most likely he would see it. And so he's very responsive, very cool saying, dude, I'd love to be on the podcast. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to just go based off the movies because he's a ways more in depth. So actually I bought the four series of The Hobbit and books one through three of The Lord of the Rings in order to like prep and do my homework for that. Because yeah, I've, I've watched some of his TikToks and holy cow, he is like really steeped in the lore and I love it. You I love it. actually said that the Andy Serkis audiobooks were really good. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you want to try out some audiobooks at the gym, the Andy Serkis audiobooks are amazing. I remember hearing your review about them. Plus, doesn't he play every character? Yes, though- he does a different voice for every single character. That's so cool, especially since he is, you know. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) You're killing me here. That's amazing. Andy Serkis is fantastic. He's the CGI god. I mean, he He was. He is. He really is. Golem. I'm pretty sure he played King Kong. He was King Mm -hmm. Kong, yeah. He's Caesar. He's Caesar. That's right. Mm -hmm. Ape. No. No. Kill Ape. (laughs) (laughs) He's amazing. I love him so much. He is great. Yeah. That that first (laughs) movie, the, the Planet of the Ape movies. Where he says no, I just lost my shit. Like the guy's touching her, he's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was working at a movie theater when the second part, when that second movie came out. So actually, I got to see for free that summer. Nice. Very nice. Nice. Yeah, and even though that my shifts were like, it was done after one, and they were like, yeah, you can go watch a movie now. I'm like, it's one in the morning. But it was during the summer, so I had nothing better to do, so I would just kick back and just watch it. And surprisingly, I saw a few good movies that, like, that's when the Transformers with Mark Wahlberg came out, and that's when Godzilla came out. Okay, so yeah, this was back in 2013, (laughs) if that's... Godzilla movie. That's a movie. It's been a hot minute since then. I love that movie so much. I, I am obsessed with Godzilla. I love him so much. So actually, my grandpa would take me to go see a film almost every weekend. And so when I worked at the movie theater, I'm like, Poppy, how about I take you to see a movie, you know, since you've taken us all those times. And it, was, it. it wasn't the best thing that he saw, but I bet he appreciated the fact that he got to spend time with his grandson. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cute. And the, the fact that you invited him, I'm sure that meant the world to him. Aww. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And speaking of invitations to movies, you two are basically like little influencers in the Orlando area because y'all get... <laughs> Somehow. Not us, her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is technically me. <laughs> I mean, you still get... Get inf- you get invited to go see movies. I mean, hey, it, I don't care how how it happens as long as it's happening. Yeah, we've seen the Batman. That one so was great. Robert Pattinson. That really? was really. It was that actually was good? very yeah. good. Okay, so people have this preconceived. He's not Edward Cullen anymore. Well, He's that not- yeah. <laughs> well, that and also DC has kind of fallen short in terms of films. Like, sure, the True. characters might be a little bit more OP, but like the Marvel films are a little bit better when it comes to the actual Definitely. films. Definitely. Yeah, but DC's kind of all over the place. The animated DC. Stuff is great. All of it is good. I grew up watching that crap. Especially the new stuff is really good. But this Batman movie, holy crap, that was a good movie. It's a little too long, but it was really it's, enjoyable. It's very long. There's some parts that definitely could have been cut out, but it was it was pretty good. They gave you the extended edition there in the theater. Oh god. Man, if there is an extended edition of that movie, I don't, don't want to see it. it. <laughs> it's like a three hour 
movie. Yeah, it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, we saw that. We saw The Lost City. And then I was invited to see uh, the new Fantastic Beast too. But um, I took somebody else to see that one with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I was expecting us to get invited to see Sonic. <laughs> which they didn't invite us. We did us. not get Aww. invited to see Sonic. But we went to see it and oh my god. I loved it. So... Fantastic Beast. That's an offshoot of Harry Potter, yes. which, which I'm going to ask you. How long have you been reading books for? Oh gosh, I'm. Oh dear. I know I, I read my first book, in kindergarten, um, and I, I don't think I stopped reading ever since. I mean, I remember my family just being baffled by me coming home and telling them the entire plot of a book, and they're Aww. just like, "Oh, that. you're smart. <laughs> what do we do with you?" <laughs> And Chris, since you do the video game side of things, what was your first game, and what was your first game? Us, uh, Sonic uh, was either Sonic One or Two. I don't really know, but I do remember it was Sonic. How like, fitting! Like, was it the ones where immediately when you hit something, all of your rings fly out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. It was on the Sega Genesis. It was at a lady that used to babysit me. Her son had a Sega, and he had all of the Sonic games, and he would put them for the kids to play. And that was definitely my first game. I've never. How old were you? It. Three. Really? Three, yeah. yeah. And fun fact, he learned how to speak English Playing from video games. video games. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that's because you're originally from? Puerto Rico, yeah. Ah, Puerto Rico. Yo soy aprendiendo todavía. See, dude, you just got to keep practicing because that is pretty good. Ah, gracias, senor. Yeah. Mine is really terrible. I refuse to speak it in front of him. What, are you? what did I teach Tropical you? chicken. I don't say it because he Puerto makes fun Rico. of the way that I say <laughs> that word. Yeah. Uh, what, I'm what not I... saying what you taught me to say because it's really bad. It's not really bad. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I can, I'm not saying. I can teach y'all a Korean curse if you want. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So this is actually one of the only few I know. Unfortunately, my mom passed away before she could teach me any Korean. But actually, I learned this from my dad, who actually learned Korean while he was in the army. So how to say "shut the fuck up" is "ip tak chora." So it's "ip tak chora." So it's oh, you kind of got it. So it's "ip ip tak tak cho cho ra." So you actually got it pretty down pretty well because <laughs> the thing is that with their L slash R syllable, that's exactly what it sounds. So that's not la or ra. It's kind of like in Japanese where there's this one popular show called Demon Slayer right now. And mm -hmm. okay, so you guys are you familiar with this guy Rengoku? Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. So his special power is fire. So if you see him, he's very distinguished. Distinctive. Very fire looking and so okay you know we pronounce him as rengoku whereas in japanese it'd be more like rengoku I see. so it's kind of like that lr syllable but yeah you two actually kind of had it so thanks. good job thanks Itachora. that's oh, right man. so you're gonna probably really baffle a korean person if you just be like oh you don't want to take my wager well itachora. Hmm? practice used... it next time we go get some korean barbecue there's your next there's your next garbage yes. which um, maybe not i used to do taekwondo and they showed us how to count to 10 in korean um, and i don't remember all of the numbers I always mess up on eight or nine, but actually I did Taekwondo growing up too. So they have two different types of numbers. They have the regular Korean and then they have the Sino-based number system. Apparently one is for like age, time, and then the one that we learned in Taekwondo is used for something else. But I don't know the Sino one, but I know it's Hana, Dul, Set, Net, Dasa, Yasa, Ilgop, Ahop, something Yol. I always mess that up. That was impressive. Hana, Dul, Set, Net, Dasa, Yasa, Ina, Iga, Ilgop. Yeah, that's that's as far as I'm getting. It's been years. That's man. impressive. It's been very years. I used to know how to count in French and Italian, and I don't remember how to do it in either one of them. Ah, tu parles français? Uh, un peu. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, do they speak Spanish where you're from? No. And where's where are you from? South Georgia. Oh, what are you talking about? They got plenty of them Hispanics well, over there. I mean, they do, but uh, oh god, this this is gonna sound really terrible. But honestly, the only Spanish speakers for the most part work in the fields because that's how South Georgia still is. Uh, got yeah. It. Yeah, they all yeah. pile up in a school Everybody bus assumes and... that he's Mexican when yeah. they see him because Great. that's all they know. <laughs> yeah, like brown people are Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because her grandma was like, are you sure he's not marrying you she for a did. green card? Oh my she, God. She legit thought that he was with me for a green card. And that's I like, told no. her, Granny, I'm not a Mexican. I'm a water Mexican. There's a difference. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and if anything, you're actually technically an American because yes, you're Puerto Rican. Yes, he is. Exactly. exactly. So if anything, wait, you're bringing home an American? Awesome. Uh, Carradine, you say you're bringing home an American? He does not <laughs> need citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we just took a little bit of a break, and now we are back. And lastly, I believe we were talking about how, oh, yeah, that when your grandma first, was it your mom or your grandma first? My grandma. Met, first met <laughs> My Chris. grandma, when I first told my family about him, she was like, oh, are you, are you sure he's not with you for a green card? Are you sure? Because <laughs> um, it's always been a big thing in my family that we do not fraternize with anyone of a different color yeah or just anyone different anyone different too yeah Yeah. in general (laughs) well then they'd have an awkward talk with my dad because i'm part korean so yeah yes yes it's okay my sister gave them the cookie cutter family that i'm never going to give them (laughs) yeah we're not meant for that kids and growing a family and sticking to tradition type of thing. I wonder right? if it's like an oldest child thing at this point. I don't know. Because we've always been on the same page with that. We don't want kids. We're selfish. <laughs> we I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure ourselves. if it's an older child thing because my sister's that way too. She's younger. That's true. And she's always been like, I don't want kids. I don't want to have to deal with anything. But I just my want siblings to... are not like that at all. No. At all. No, no. Farthest from it ever. <laughs> your siblings are something else. They're completely different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, with that being said, you two are here together now, and you two are a phenomenal podcast team. Thank you. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. Of course. (laughs) We try. I mean, y'all entertain me, and um, (laughs) especially when it comes to talking about squirrels in a non-innocent way. Oh, man. I can't. (laughs) Those poor squirrels. Why would anybody do that and to a kinda, squirrel? And it's ironic, too, because actually the squirrels at UCF right nearby, they're notorious. They have their own little fan page, actually. Do they really? They do. Actually, one time I was doing a grad photo shoot, and I saw a squirrel, like, latch onto a person's shirt. And so for a solid, like, five minutes, the guy was just standing completely still thinking, there's a squirrel on my shirt. Why is he there? <laughs> and he did not move a single muscle for, like, a few solid minutes. And then it eventually just got off of him, and it scurried away. And That's then- amazing. Oh my god, I love squirrels. They're in like little crackheads with four yeah, legs I and mean, a tail. Yeah, I we're so close to UCF that I'm convinced we, we gotta have some of those UCF squirrels you, you here. Remember? There's some insane squirrels in this apartment complex. You remember that one day we were locked? We, I was going to work and you were walking Luna and like there was like a tidal wave An of army. squirrels just like going Jumping on. from building to building. I was gonna say, does Luna have fun with them? Oh, uh, She tries Luna. to chase them, but they ignore her. Yeah. Oh. Poor baby. We don't let her get close enough. As she licks herself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it drives me insane when she does that. Sorry. 
It's a dog. So, you know, if, it was, if a human was licking themselves, then we'd probably have to... <laughs> a, little, a little more concerned. Yeah. Well, that and also we'd probably have to censor the crap out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I would be kind of impressed if it was a human being that flexible and being able to do that. It is kind of impressive that they can, like, mold themselves into that position. Sure. Correct. Surprisingly, I'm still able to reach my toes, even though I haven't stretched in, like, the longest time. See, That's back pretty in, impressive. Oh, thank you. I Back in the day, I used to play goalie and hockey, and actually, at one point, I was almost able to do a split. Not anymore. I, my muscles have tightened up. Oh, no. <laughs> I almost was able to do a split, but no, not anymore. I actually joined the flag line in high school, and I dropped out because I couldn't do a split. Wait, you were required to do a split? Yes, you were required to do a For split, and line? I practiced and practiced and practiced, and I could, I could not get it down, so I just dropped out. Dang, well... Shame for them because you're awesome, Karen. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, they're lost. It would have helped me learn how to dance and yeah. not suck like I do now. So, so do, you know what? It's all right. Because, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask Karen about the squirrel. The squirrel? The, the squirrel dildo. I thought oh, we talked about the squirrel dildo. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we oh, totally okay. did. Uh, like one part had a suction part and then the other, and then the tail vibrated or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it. You yeah. know, with with the having to record twice, <laughs> we got a little mixed up about when we talked about it. <laughs> You're good. It happens. And it's kind of funny because people are like, oh, podcasts are just people talking. But then maybe a lot of podcasts are. And, you know, actually I did some research. There are over 2 million podcasts that are out in the ether right now. And sure, that sounds like a lot, but... If you compare it to like the roughly around 330 million people that live in the U.S., that's less than 1%. And now that I think about it, a lot of those podcasts probably only have like one or two episodes. Whereas you guys, up until the point of this recording, have 86, 85? Yeah, 86. 80-something. Well, technically 87, <laughs> but one of them is a minute trailer that we have to fix because <laughs> we did it. And then the next week we're like, oh, let's change the release schedule to Mondays. <laughs> After we said our episodes come out on Fridays, you know. Yeah, so the trailer has to come down. 80-something. So it's episodes. 86 right now. 86 right now and yeah. So... I kind of lost a little bit of that, but what is your like actual schedule in terms of, you know, recording a podcast and releasing them? So we record Sunday. We release Monday. Monday. Every Sunday night we record and release it the next day. Yeah. Man, lucky. Yeah. I yeah. wish I could do that. Then again, with video. Yeah, no, I, with video, it's a whole different got a beast. lot. Yeah. Yeah, because I got to make sure everybody looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And then, oh, y'all already got that part down. I got to make sure <laughs> I look good. Uh, okay. <laughs> See, the thing is, we record and whenever we, we stumble on, on our words really badly, we're like, okay, let's re-record. Yeah, this. he so normally we edits in real time. And we keep editing as we're recording. But if we get into it and we just keep going, we, even when we say something stupid or wrong then we <laughs> i just gotta edit it once we're done all right and like most of the time i just gotta cut like a couple of things maybe some breaths maybe some uh that are too extended and then just add the music into it all right you know what i like that it sounds like a lot more streamlined and a lot simpler i wish i had that you know because i've heard some people i'm like oh i'm like eight hours editing my podcast and it's just audio i'm like dude why just audio yeah. Man, you can get that done like... It takes me about... If I listen to the episode, it could take me about an hour and a half. If it's just me cutting where I see what's wrong, because now I know exactly what to look like to know that that's wrong. It'll take me like half an hour, maybe. Oh, you're lucky. I mean, if I were to actually sit down, I could probably get this done in one or two days. But then, like you said, video is a whole can of worms. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah. very different. And speaking of cans of worms, even though that people don't eat them, y'all have eaten some other cool stuff in your segment of... Give me the garbage. Yeah. Interesting transition, I know, but <laughs> but bear with me here. Um, so hey, I would eat a grub taco. That sounds that sounds pretty good. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. So garbage. That's a mixture. I'm assume of gourmet and garbage put together. 
That's something like that. He found it from a meme. (laughs) (laughs) A meme? A meme. Yeah, it's a meme of a raccoon in a trash can. And on top it says me at Taco Bell at three in the morning. And underneath the raccoon is saying, give me the garbage. That's pretty much, oh, let's do that. That sounds like a good segment. Nice. And so you guys, I forgot which Thai place you did. um, Via Thai Cafe. Via Thai Cafe. And then you've also done the recent Chicken Guy. um, Chicken Guy. And we did Jam Hot Chicken recently, too. We absolutely loved Jam Hot Chicken. We've we reviewed a lot of places. Yeah. See, and the thing is that we like to be as honest as possible about wherever we eat. So if it's bad, we say it's bad. But we don't like saying that local places are bad. So there's pretty much been one local place that we released the episode and we said this place is bad. And that was Twisted Root Burger. Oh, okay. Um, I've never heard of them, but now I know to never go to them. (laughs) So it's on Aloma right behind the Wawa and that we ordered it through DoorDash and when we got the burgers the burgers were dry tasteless and the buns were soggy and hard at the same time (laughs) it was a lot it was a lot I'm sorry as Archie would say phrasing I can't I can't. I'm sorry. I just had to I bring that in there. Can't. <laughs> that was great. I appreciate oh, that phrasing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that's been like the only place that we're like, this is bad. But there's some other places where we've gone like, okay, we can see that this can be really good. Maybe they're just having a bad day. So let's not talk about this. Okay. I like that. Because yeah, we don't want to drag them down. Yeah. No, but that place, man, that place. A was chain, just, though, we will drag chains, down in man, a heartbeat. Fuck the chains. We don't care about them. <laughs> and it, it actually kind of bothers me when we go to a chain and it's actually good. And we actually have to say that it's good. That kind of bothers me a little bit sometimes. Fair enough. But Chicken Guy, like, I, I listened to your review, but since I'm right here with you, like, sounded like you guys liked it, but then you were, like, iffy on some other things. Like, I believe it was the some of the sauces that you were not, like, some of the biggest fans of. You... Yeah, that was me. Yeah, that was her. <laughs> that was me. I First, I was, I was just overwhelmed with the amount of options. And I am a sauce girl. I want to put sauce all over everything that I eat, ever. Uh, but it was too much to choose from for one. And I don't know. I felt like some of the descriptions were a little not as accurate as they could have yeah, been they weren't amazing there was it did say sauce but some of them were did have like the consistency of a marinade got it. so they were thin droopy like yeah, watery almost. exactly yeah so they didn't but really they didn't bind onto the chicken exactly. yeah but they didn't taste watery they were packed with flavor okay it was just more of a just uh, the consistency uh, yeah. texture whatever yeah. yeah so this doesn't have to do with food necessarily but guy fieri owns a restaurant you know the song rolling by limp biscuit yeah. yes so whenever i hear that song playing i always imagine a bunch of people's moshing and then i always imagine like guy fieri fighting chum lee from pawn stars what and so when i hear that rolling 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 then i just imagine guy fieri be like you're about to get a flavor town special of a knuckle sandwich extra aioli <laughs> and then Chum Lee just gets absolutely rocked. <laughs> I would love to see Chum Lee and Guy Fieri fight. That would be great. R- remind me which one Chum, Chum Lee, Lee is. Chum Lee is the dumb, stupid one. Well, the one the, with the, the, the hair yeah. who looks kind of like Meatloaf. Meatloaf the person, not Meatloaf the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meatloaf the person who like recently both. passed away. Well, like oh, yeah, you're right. He did. Yeah. The, the bad out of hell. Well, more like the bad that went back into hell. If yeah. that's so my so the, the grandson. No, not the grandson. That's Corey. Wait. His friend. Chumley, I believe, is the only one that's not related, right? Really? Yeah, it's the one that's not related. Oh, boy. I can't picture Chumley. Yeah. I can only picture the grandson. No, it's not Corey. Corey, oh, Corey doesn't have the... I didn't watch the... enough Pawn Stars, apparently. No, yeah. you'll, you'll definitely recognize him once you get him. Okay. But um, here. Oh! 
Okay. Okay. You can see why I put those two together. I feel like they'd be a fair fight, but except... Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like your brother-in-law in that picture. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thank God none of that family listens to the podcast. We say too many bad words for them. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Although, it's funny, because when my dad hears him being mentioned, he's like, oh, I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, well, I, I would like to see that fight. I would like to see Chum Lee fight. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. We'd be rooting for Guy Fieri because he is our Lord and Savior. He is our Lord and Savior. We love him very much. We do. Very, very much. We watch way too much Food Network. It's a oh, problem. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yes, Triple D. I can't watch that show because all the time I'm hungry. And if I watch that, I'll be like, I can't. I can barely make spaghetti. Why am I watching right? this? And also, I noticed whenever he's in the car, he always does this head thing. Whenever he goes, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He does. Yeah, he does. We're heading to a Mexican restaurant. Whoa, excellente in the restaurante. <laughs> wow. That is his speech pattern. <laughs> that is how he talks. I love it. Uh, but speaking of Food Network, we do watch a lot of Food Network. We watch an excessive amount of Food Network. Chopped every Chopped. single night while we and eat dinner. Honestly, every I've, I've learned a lot of the things that I cooked from watching Chopped. Nice. And it has also helped us a lot with garbage. Because... Uh, you know, they, they critique this food for this game that show that they're doing. And it what they say makes sense. Okay. Um, so, it, for example, like if you have something that is really creamy, fatty, very rich, you need something to cleanse your palate pretty much. So if you get something pickled, like a coleslaw or a pickle or whatever, that helps. It, it also helps you eat more and enjoy it more. So that's more or less the kind of stuff that we kind of picture and think about when we go into reviewing the food for Gorbis. Yeah, you pick up what to look for in terms of food nuances. I mean, for example, I had something really salty. By adding a sweet, sweeter sauce, it balanced the, the taste yeah, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Balanced the taste out. There we go. I went balanced dead, even though that's not a word. Although, not going to lie, um, <laughs> I remember Food Network back in the day with like Giada De Laurentiis. She was hot with uh, Everyday Italian, I believe was the name of the show. Giada? Giada. Giada. Yeah, Giada. 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 Is you it know, Giada? You know what I'm Giada. talking about. Yeah, though, right? yeah, yeah, the one that we thought she was having an affair with Bobby Flay. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. hooking Right, they Bobby did Flay. look like they were... Um, they're having... They have something. They oh, have too much fun. Yeah. Yeah, he loves... They're, they're bump, bumping uglies. Oh, I was about to say, he likes putting a hamburger in between them buns. And... Oh, I can't. I can't. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that one. But then, hey, at, at least she's more wholesome than Paula Dean. Oh, Paula Dean, man. You she... know, I, I tend to forget that Paula Dean exists, honestly. It's all be- And she's from Georgia. <laughs> she is. I think, though, it's because of controversies from her past. Yeah. yeah for being you know, racist. I, I went to her restaurant one time. I went to Savannah with my grandparents. Oh, uh, was it super buttery? It was awful. It really? was not good at all. I hated it. I hated every second of it. It was not good. Wow. Mm-mm. Yeah. I tried fried green tomatoes when I went to Savannah once. It was pretty nice. I love fried green tomatoes. They're very tasty, but not they're Paula's. Not for, they're not for me. No, they're amazing. They're not for me. I had them <laughs> when I was truck driving. This dude from Brunswick, New Jersey was like, you never had gr- fried green tomatoes? like, no. I tried them. And I was like, that's not for me. <laughs> dude, those are not good. <laughs> uh, but I will have fried pickles. Interesting. I'm not much of a pickle guy, to be honest with you. No. I don't know. It's just... I, I wasn't either, and I, I really didn't like raspberries before until recently. So random. Okay. Pickles and raspberries. I mean, it's like fruit that everybody likes. I didn't 
like it and now okay I, I get it my dad's that way about strawberries because he told me the story of when he worked at a grocery mart or whatever they called it back in the day he had to like sift through the strawberries and he would always see like ones with like rot on it with like mm-hmm. the white fuzzy stuff and he's mm-hmm. like ever since then i cannot eat a strawberry oh no <laughs> <laughs> i get how that would yeah strawberries I, go bad so quickly they, yeah, they do especially when you buy them yes so quickly they're in the fridge for two days they're bad you gotta throw them away right but somehow they survive in your parents fridge because that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's like there is no reason it's just because screw you that's why yep. yeah, you exactly. spent money Pretty on much. me I'm gonna go bad on you just same thing with avocado same thing with bananas same things with anything that has to get ripe when you buy it yeah yeah but things that don't get ripe when you bike that can still be good are books and video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. <laughs> so um, if you don't want to give too much of a spoiler, like what are some future books slash games that we could potentially be looking at in the future? Oh, boy. Star Wars. Well, this is released during Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Zelda. We have two weeks of Zelda in June. Unfortunately. Last, last year we did Zelda month. And people liked it. The only one that didn't like it was Carradine. Really? Yeah. Not a big Zelda fan? Well, I had to read the manga. They're not good. And, um, it's not great. Oh. It's kind of terrible. I'm sorry. I'm and so- it doesn't follow the exact plot of the game. So there were things that I knew that they had no idea what I was talking about and vice versa. And it yeah. was just, it was a trying experience. Well, that means at least you've done your research. Yeah. yeah I got so that. I, I still got to figure out exactly how we're going to do those two weeks because we got two guests, right? <laughs> you're you're one the one guest. who's coordinating this. I know we this. got one guest. I don't know if the other one... I think the other one's actually for May, too. Um, I'll figure that out. Anyways, but yeah, so that's the next big thing that we're doing. Uh, during when people are listening to this episode, we're doing Star Wars. But every October, we do Horror Month. Horror Month, a full month of horror. A full month of whores? <laughs> well, they get expensive, so we try to, like... <laughs> Pay them I can't. He's going to like have them work separate days. <laughs> so, no, no. Um, horror month, and uh, we she reads stuff that she doesn't normally read, and I play games that I don't. Yeah, because horror. Yeah, and I try to not play Resident Evil because that's the first thing everybody thinks about horror. Right. Like, if I have a gun in a game, I'm good. Um, if I don't, I am terrified. So. Well, then um, I don't know if you've ever heard about this game called Amnesia. I am not playing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, do you know what it is? Yes, I do know okay, what it is. Okay, so do you know what it is? No. So Amnesia is a horror video game, but here's the kicker. You have no weapons. And they're monsters, too. Chasing you. So it's kind of like Soma, but on steroids in a Victorian castle. I believe so. One of the passages or one of the notes that you read is from the Crimean War. So you, it must be either Bre- British, French, or maybe even Russian. I would pass. So I, no. when I was in Puerto Rico, I had an ex that was obsessed with Amnesia. And she, the game, right? Not the, actually getting knocked out. <laughs> okay. It would have been funny if she would have been getting knocked out. No, uh, the game. And uh, That's she how would she remember? <laughs> That's a good point. How would she remember? She likes getting amnesia. Um, but she she would have night terrors because of this game. Oh, and kept playing it. And kept playing it. Oh my like, god! She would have full on panic attacks, and she would still keep playing this game. Yeah, it's like, why would you do this to yourself? What What is the point? It's like, I can't think of a food right now that I don't like, but I would still absolutely eat. <laughs> Maybe um, one that destroys your stomach that you would continue eating? Yeah, would well, that Taco be Bell? applicable? Okay. Like Taco Bell? <laughs> or since I also have badass acid reflux barbecue. I there l- you go. I love eating barbecue, but it, I always need like Tums with me when mm-hmm. I'm eating it. Yeah. Destroys you. Yeah, no, I get that. 
Yeah, I'm suffering from some gallbladder problems right now, and there are lots of food that I would so want to eat if the pain were not as intense as, oh, it, as it is, unfortunately. It's all right. I'll power through. You got this, Karen. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, it's going to suck when we go to Puerto Rico, though. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. True, and actually, like, what sucks is that Koreans, you know, if I were to ever go to visit Korea again, they eat milk in everything, Oh, and they're very generous with sauces, so that country, I'm kind of fucked for. <laughs> yeah. It's just acid everywhere. There's acid reflux from anything. Carry that bottle of Tums with you. Yeah. I wish they had acid everywhere. That would make things a lot more trippy. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I've never done that, because I'm a good boy. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds awful. <laughs> All these squares make a circle. All these squares make a circle. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've told you this like a million times. Is that one episode of Dragon Ball Sea Abridged, oh, where yeah. Mr. Popo takes a gallon of LSD. <laughs> Honestly, I like Dragon Ball Z up until a certain point, but except... Cell in his first form traumatized me and scared, oh, he's so creepy. scared me away from the show forever. Did you watch Dragon Ball Z? No. So he's had me read some of the the manga for but the show. So my my goal this it. year is to have her go through the entire manga. Got it. So when you experience Cell in his first form, you will uh-huh. you will at least understand why as a kid I was scared of him. In fact, he was so bad that when he actually um. Yeah, we got a few more minutes. It's, oh, no, no it's, I'm just saying he wall. doesn't look like that one, right? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. That's, like that what, that's it, him in his, like, final form. It's perfect form. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll have to Google the first form. Oh, he looks creepy, and the worst part is what he does is he sticks his tail into people and absorbs them. What? He sucks them in like a straw. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? See, that didn't traumatize no. me as much as when Bobbity blows oh. up that guy's head after he tells them, oh, their names are Piccolo and Goten and Trunks. And he's like, oh, that's useless, and he, exp- he blows up his head. Okay. That I, traumatized me. See, I would have been okay with that, but it's just cells sticking his tail and just absorbing people, especially you see the hand, like, evaporating. I immediately turned off the TV, and then the <laughs> next day, like, at, like, three or whenever um, Dragon Ball came out, you know, for the day, I watched the first part of the episode, like, with my head peering behind the corner. You know, is he back? And then when, as soon as I saw him on TV, I immediately bolted, and I did not, and I've not watched Dragon Ball since then. Oh, man, you were missing out. I know. I mean, I know it goes on, but still, it's. I wish that didn't traumatize I, me so I, much. That's pretty I love horrifying. Dragon Ball so much. Um, yeah, no, Cell, Cell was a villain. He's better in Dragon Ball Sea Abridged because he, he's he's very homoerotic in Dragon Ball Sea Abridged. I'm not surprised. I and... saw a few of those clips actually. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you had my attention, but now you have my erection. <laughs> so funny. That is a pickup line. <laughs> and Gohan is like, I need an adult. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm so glad that you reached out to me uh, via Kent's episode because I'm enjoying this episode a lot, actually. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us. Yeah, oh, thank great. you for the invite to hang out at your lovely, lovely home. I don't know why I said <laughs> lovely like that. <laughs> so now that we are in the final section of the episode, it is my personal favorite part of any Big DK Energy episode, which is the bonus question round. I'm ready. Ten questions that you do not know about but are still fun. Still fun enough where it's entertaining, but clean enough where you still have a job afterwards. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, we still have a job after our regular episodes. <laughs> hey, you know what? In that case, y'all are good, but you're going to have fun. That being said, are y'all ready for the bonus question round? Ready. Yes. All right, so question number one, and this kind of goes both of you in your respective worlds, but Chris, if you could live in any video game world, and Karen, if you could live in any novel universe, what would it be? Cyberpunk. Middle Earth. Wow, that's... 
That was quicker than I expected, but I like how you have your answers. You want to d- delve deeper into yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Cyberpunk... Okay, I don't want to live in Night City, because Night City is a fucking hellscape. Yeah, based on how you made it sound, it sounds like a dystopia. Yeah, it is a dystopia. It's a corporate dystopia. It's basically what Amazon is going to do to our planet. Oh, my God. Um, So, I would live there just because of what's called the Ripper Docs. So, basically, a Ripper Doc is a doctor that, let's say, your lungs aren't working right, or you're you're missing a limb or something. Gallbladder. Or your gallbladder. (laughs) He would give you a synthetic robotic one. To take uh, like a pro- uh, prosthetic, and the whole process is basically just like going to get a tattoo. It's like a day in, you go in, you go walk out. It's not a big deal. Like you can have like a fucking implant placed in your brain to help your brain think better, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Interesting. And you can go do that, and it's just like getting a tattoo. An hour in, an hour out, and that's it. Hmm. It's basically just because of that. I want to work, live in the world cyberpunk. Also, everything in the world is super cool, except for the excessive murder and. <laughs> And the corporate power. Except for that. All right. Interesting. Okay. And for you, Middle Earth. Aragorn is there. (laughs) And he's my number one love other than my husband. Okay. I was about to say, I'm just like, Chris. Chris, This is like a a crush 20 years in the making. So. I mean, she has Aragorn. He's got a little bit of competition. He's got Aragorn and I got Cat Dennings. We're good. Yeah, there you go. Except your person is real and mine is not. (laughs) Viggo Mortensen brought him to life, though. You know, I do not have a crush on Viggo Mortensen, though. Is, really? I have it's a crush Aragorn. on Aragorn. I, I don't know what it is about Viggo. He's just not the same. Well, <laughs> it's just, it, you know. Well, Strider is a badass. And he is. We, and we can all agree with that. So. He really is. I'm surprised it wasn't like Aragorn versus like Legolas or something like that. Oh, no. It has always been Aragorn. Even since I was 10 years old, it was always him. Shaggy and Stabby. Always, yes. Shaggy I, and Stabby. That is my type. Shaggy and Stabby. Shaggy and Stabby. Very much so. It's like Jon Snow. and. No, I, he's not my type. No, he looks like a boy. He a is Shaggy boy. and Stabby. Yeah, but he's not my type. Got he's, it. He's a little boy. All right. Okay. All right. So, question number two. This is kind of one that you two are going to have to work together on. If you could watch one book character fight one video game character, who would square up? Oh, dear. Who are you picking? Pick, so I can pick mine. Oh, gosh. I would pick Aelin Ash River Galathinius because she's a badass. She's um, from Throne of Glass. She's an assassin princess warrior, crazy, super smart. I would pick uh, Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Girls up, up against girls. Cassandra's a badass. Cassandra like, is a badass. Cassandra okay. is a badass. She's like if Wonder Woman was actually a real human. Aelin is, is pretty badass and she has multiple names because she's got multiple identities. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Those are going to help her in a fight. <laughs> it will. It will. <laughs> you don't know who you're going up against today. Is it Aelin, Selena, Fireheart? Who is it? Well, fuck you. I- take Lenida Spear to the face. <laughs> You know what? I like your answer, too, because with both of the participants being women, it's progressive. There you go. Even though they're going to kick the living crap at each other, but yeah. I'm all yeah. for it. Oh, man. I killed so many people as Cassandra. It was upsetting. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, number three. If you could each come up with a concert to raise money for a charity, who are each of your five headliners and what's the charity? Oh, boy. <laughs> Nickelback, Five Finger Death Punch. We're each picking five, right? Correct. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm lost past that. Come back and fight figure that punch. I know. The two most hated bands ever. 
Don't worry, Magic Dragons is uh, taking their mantle. Oh, I would, oh, yeah, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. never put them in my lineup. Bless them. You might have to start yours and okay. I'll come back, come back to me. So Avenged Sevenfold would be the headliner. Yeah. Oh, and, and also you can bring people back from the dead. So with I, the Rev. There we go. <laughs> with the Rev. Oh, man, I'm so sad I didn't get to see him with the Rev. Oh. Avenged Sevenfold. Death Clock. Nice. <laughs> Metallica. Offspring. And fuck it, Five Finger Death Punch. Okay, nice. Five Finger Death Punch. Okay, Nickelback, Five Finger Death Punch, Breaking Benjamin. Nice. Uh, oh, Breaking Ben is a good one. Haven't heard them in a while. Evanescence. Okay. Really? We're going to go back to high school. But are you bringing Evanescence with the guitarist, the original guitarist, or after he left? Yes, and in that same vein, Three Days Grace with Adam. Yes. <laughs> Three Days Grace? I haven't heard them since middle school. Wow. wow. I loved them so much. The only thing I remember about them is that they're from Toronto. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're Canadian, just like Nickelback. Just yes, like Scott Pilgrim. I knew Nickelback was Canadian because I was obsessed oh, longer man. than I was obsessed with Look at this graph! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I would love to see those lineups. That so would happy. be a fun lineup to Pretty see. Pretty epic. For, and do you have a charity that y'all would give it to you, or would you just gather oh, a bunch yeah, of like... Oh, charity, duh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything established. I mean, if anything, it could be like you... It's, it's like both of you raising video games and books for like underprivileged children or something like that. that so I, 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 yes. honestly, I would give it to Adam Blank for his remember the the children a stream that yeah. he does every year. Yeah. yeah, that's a good charity, and Adam's a really good dude. Yeah, that sounds like a very wholesome thing. Well, good job, Adam. <laughs> Number four. What are both of your dream vacations and itineraries on those vacations? Oh shit! You know what mine is. Tell me. New Zealand. We would totally do all of the Lord of the Rings tours. We would go to Hobbiton. Everything the Lord of the Rings that you could immerse yourself in in New Zealand. Yes, me. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen one day. It is. Yeah. Just like we're going to go to Japan. Yep. And I'm going to waste my entire life savings in Akihabara buying yes. all of the video game stuff. And Nintendo World. And in- I just want to go to Akihabara. I just want to see all the old <laughs> video games. You don't even care about Nintendo World. No, no. If I'm in Japan and, and, and we don't get to see old video games in plastic bins by the metric ass load, I am, I'm not going to have I will take him to Nintendo World. Okay. <laughs> just like you better take her to Hobbiton. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. By the way, Keridan, that's actually something on my bucket list to go do all that but now that i think about it um if you were to drink a lot of sake before like doing actual mario kart is that considered a dui (laughs) well it depends are you driving the go-kart or are you on the track at the ride i would think a track on the ride no you're good if it's a track on the ride yeah exactly if you were driving the go-kart oh never mind i am talking about driving on the go-kart but then you know just imagine everybody sockied up while wearing uniforms if everybody's doing it then it's fine right right? oh man i I have seen some videos of like go-kart accidents and they have the potential to get really bad so i don't think that would be a good idea okay I think it'd be a great idea, especially with like the shells flying in everywhere. Oh dear, banana peels. And, um. <laughs> Just imagine like the overhead they must have. Why do you have so many bananas? Um, it's for a ride. Do you get the goop like on your face and in your eye? <laughs> oh my you god, know? that's a that's, good question. That's an ink thing, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 inkling. No, not the inkling. The bloop blooper. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So number five, if you two can go back in time and witness any historical event without messing out the current timeline, what would you go witness? Oh, shit. <laughs> I got it. Uh, live in the LBC by Evan Sevenfold. I just want to go to that concert because, man, I have listened to that album so many times and I just wish I could have gone there. Or live in Texas to see Linkin Park perform like all of their great songs up until Meteora. Oh, that would make me so happy. 
It's not a historical event, but that's pretty story. I would fucking love to go see that. All right, as long as it's in the past, the answer is correct. I was gonna see. I'd like say I'd like to see like Dr. Martin Luther King make a speech or something. <laughs> that's also pretty cool. I would like to watch the Hindenburg crash <laughs> or the the tearing down of the Berlin Wall. It's so crazy. I got to touch a piece of it. Or that's awesome. Or yeah. go to Woodstock. Ooh, yeah, that'd be too cool. Many, I don't know. There are too many people. options here. Hey, uh, Jimi Hendrix balances it all out. Makes it all worth it. This is true. Or at least that's how I feel. Yes, that's a good argument. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I like both your answers. Interesting. Not what I would expect, but because I would mostly go from like a war perspective. But I like the fact that you two were like peaceful, music loving <laughs> answers. Was <Missy> war? <laughs> that's just me. But anyway, <laughs> number six. You each get to have your own dream guest on the show, and you get to discuss one of your favorite books or video games with that guest. Chris and Kara did. Who do you have on, and what book or game do you discuss? I would have Andy Serkis, and we would talk about all of the Lord of the Rings books and his experience being part of the books and the movies. I like that answer a lot, actually. Even better would be Christopher Lee if he were still alive. Uh, Rest in peace. peace. I got it. Okay. I I would have Scott Conant. On the show, um, he is one of oh, the yeah! one of the Scott! judges from Chop. Um, he's the one with the hair. <laughs> I would have Scott Conant on the show, and we would talk Battle Chef Brigade, which is <laughs> a cooking video game. <laughs> it's a cooking video game, but okay, so it's a video you game. Critique their techniques. So it's basically chopped, but you have to go outside, kill the animals, come back in, and cook them. Oh my god! And you cook them by playing a match three type puzzle game like Candy Crush. So you actually, it's a beat 'em up with a match three puzzle game element thrown into it. So I would do that with cut God Scott I wish that episode could happen oh man. that would be great <laughs> man you two are fun with your answers <laughs> number seven you're in a zombie apocalypse which character from any book or video game do you have as your sidekick and what item from a game or book would you use to fight the zombies off Geralt of Rivia and I would have a lightsaber unlimited energy you don't have to replace the kyber crystals you don't have to replace the kyber crystal you don't have to sharpen it and it's quiet enough that you wouldn't attract a crowd that's really smart i read a whole book about how to survive the the zombie apocalypse and you'd you'd be surprised the best weapon for you to have in a zombie apocalypse is a shovel a long shovel. Okay, well then I'll take a shovel. <laughs> but I need a, a book character and a book Geralt is book and he is also video games. I can't so. steal all of your answers. No, I mean, you can pick video game too. doesn't have to be books. Maybe I'll go with Legolas this time. Okay. Because he's real badass with his bow. And it's really quiet. Plus he's super accurate from very far out. There you go. That's his true. elf eyes see all the things. He'd know the zombies are coming before we can even smell them. Oh, and plus he'd bring Landis bread, which can taste like anything you want. Yes. And it will keep us full for days and days. With only a bite. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with him. I want some Lembus mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce it right? Lembus bread? Lembus. Lembus bread. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, number eight. Actually, it's the one that I told you. I Lazy Moon. Ah, okay. If you could yell at any game developer slash author for any reason whatsoever, who would it be and what would it be for? You want to go first? Yes, or? I would yell at Sarah J. Mass for the trash dumpster fire book she released last month. <laughs> yep. Was that bad? I haven't finished it. That's how bad I feel <laughs> it is. I put it aside and I said I'd go back to it this month. We'll see if I get to it. I've lost all patience with her. It's like, you are a wonderful 
author. Everyone knows it, but you need an editor. Give the editor back to you. No, you do not deserve free reign. You're just doing fan service random shit over here. Anyway, <laughs> that's my two cents. Yeah, I would pick Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision. Oh, great. That guy is a flaming piece of shit, and... He just needs his ass beat. Like, he knows about all the harassment and everything going on in the company, and he does nothing about it. We don't like people that knows when bad stuff is going on and does nothing to stop it. Exactly. Yeah. Number nine. If you could each have an animal companion, besides Luna, <gasps> that you could hang with and ride on, what would it be? It doesn't have to be a conventional animal. It could be literally any kind of animal thing from a book. So you could even, like, ride a dragon, for example. I want Smaug to be friendly and be my companion. Yeah. I love Smaug. And plus, no one would mess with you. Exactly. Except, I don't know how far you've read into um, Middle-Earth lore, but besides Smaug, there was Arkengon, the black. Uh-huh. You would still rather go with Smaug? I'll go with Smaug, because Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, That's true. Crazy. I was about to say, I get to also ride Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. You put up with us this entire episode, so you finally get to take a jab. Yeah, no, that 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 was a large motivating factor in that decision. <laughs> I, I would pick an, a, a human adult size Godzilla. Okay, got That's it. That's awesome. I would pick a Godzilla. Yes. I, I want a Godzilla. <laughs> My buddy Godzilla. <laughs> coming out, new series coming out on a CBS. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just me in the kitchen cooking, making some eggs, and Godzilla's like breathing underneath it. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that, or it's like, man, I really don't want to deal with this guy right now. Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, Godzilla, can you make work go away? <laughs> he just destroys the building. Yes. <laughs> Man, we're having so much fun. We're actually at the last question already. Man. And it's actually a question that I ask everybody, but the answers always vary. And that is, what are both of yours' best, most recent accomplishment? Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Honestly, mine, mine is going to sound super stupid and super simple. But honestly, I'm happy. That's it. That's not an accomplishment. To me, it is. <laughs> It's like you, you've known me for almost five years. And out of those five years, I've been angry and this, pissed this off is true. and everything. And this is like the only time in these who knows how long where I can say I am happy. Could That's... work be better? Sure. I don't need anything. I'm not missing anything. And I enjoy everything that I do. So there's nothing else that I need. So to me, that's an accomplishment. That's fair. Now that you've explained it. <laughs> my accomplishment my most recent great accomplishment oh dear your follower count mm, but that's eh, it's just like surface stuff it's not that doesn't really matter at the end of the day when i'm falling asleep at night i mean another accomplishment we brought luna down from georgia Aww. she wouldn't play or do anything when she got down and we've gotten her to a point where she actually looks to play with us and I made friends as an adult, which is really, really hard to do. That's amazing. Good yeah. for you. Both of you. Those are <laughs> amazing, amazing accomplishments. You know, I'm content with a lot of things, but I'm not happy. And then also when it comes to... Sorry, I just had a huge brain fart. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're good, man. Yeah, making friends as an adult is very difficult, especially so since we're all trying to just do our own things. And then, you know, it's even more difficult when they have kids. But exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. glad that you have friends. Thank you. And I'm glad that you have a wonderful husband to share your life experiences with. He's pretty cool sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> God, sometimes I'm unbearable. Like, fucking Chris guy, I hate that thing. 
<laughs> a fucking piece of shit. Well, all those answers were freaking awesome, guys. And I wish we could speak more, but we're actually at the conclusion of the show. So I just want to say, Karen, Chris, Luna, I just want to say thank you for joining me on my show. And so your podcast with the eclectic topics that you talk about, talking about books, games, sex toys, and local Orlando eateries, people get a kick out of it. I know I do. You bring up people's endorphins levels when you talk about something that people like or when you make them laugh with your little witty banter. And so that is why I think you, Chris, Carradine, and Luna Dominguez have big DK energy. Oh, Aww, he said thanks. the thing. He said the thing. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. We're special. <laughs> oh, man. That solidifies so many things. Thank you. <laughs> of course. That, and so um, their podcast is called A Novel Kingdom. No, I'm go- as the Instagram. Sorry. Books to- sorry. The bookstagram is a novel kingdom but their actual podcast is called a novel console which we will put all the social media links and accounts in the description box below and before we head out today is there anything you two want to say or promote i think you covered it (laughs) yeah it's pretty much it's just a novel console wherever you get your podcasts i mean we're on youtube and everything we don't have videos but do you really want to see our faces because i I did and that's why i have them here (laughs) (laughs) at least somebody wants to look at us because shit i don't even want to look at myself in the mirror <laughs> well, um, oh, and also uh, for $2 a month, yes, you can join them on Patreon and get access to a bunch of fun stuff with these two. Not too fun where it goes into the sex toy of the week part. <laughs> uh, no, that, that, we're not getting there. That costs extra. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> $10 a month. <laughs> Yeah, we've really, know. we're really giving that away. No. <laughs> no, on Patreon, we talk about movies. We talk about... Lately, we're doing the story of video games. We started Cyberpunk. I, we still haven't finished it. We don't upload stuff at Patreon constantly, but when we do, we make sure that it's of good quality. And we try to do it a week, once a week. It's not always that case because of life, but, you know, it's still the stuff that we got there is still pretty ent- uh, entertaining. At least in, in my opinion and what some of the patrons have said. Well, I will find out as soon as I uh, uh, contribute to their Patreon page. But um, if that's all you two have to say, then I'm Danny K of the Big DK Energy Podcast, and we are signing off.